The enemy wanted to take me out. He took an opportunity to do that, but God had other plans. That's Dennis Breeden, the newest member of our WBFJ on-air staff. And now I have the opportunity to go out to speak to people, including at the rescue mission, at my church, at other places, and on the air about what God has done. He used my stroke to, to not only to heal me and show me that he was still in the business of doing miracles, but also to be able to share that with everyone else. Dennis will update us on his health after suffering a stroke back in April. You don't want to miss our conversation Sunday at 5 on your family station, WBFJ. Sunday at 5 on your family station, WBFJ. I'm Vern. Very, 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 very privileged to have this gentleman across from me. You hear him during the afternoons here at WBFJ. Our newest member of the on-air staff, Dennis Breeden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ever since April, I wanted to get you in and uh, kind of have you tell your story and uh, tell people where you are now from what happened to you. I know back at Sherathon, we were really praying for your health yeah. to get you back up to speed after suffering a stroke. Uh, set the stage, I guess, in what, late April when all this happened. Yeah, April the 26th. It seems like so much has happened since then yeah. <laughs> yeah. elsewhere throughout the station oh, and man, our yeah. lives. But uh Actually, I hadn't been to work on that Tuesday. I called Wally that morning, and I said, you know, I feel really sick on my stomach, and I feel really weak, and I thought I had some kind of a bug, or I had eaten something bad. And I woke up in the middle of the night wanting a glass of water, and I knew something was wrong when I sat up on the bed because I lost my balance. And uh, there were times in my life years ago where I would have known why that happened, but uh but I, I couldn't account for that. And when I when I got up to walk to the refrigerator on my way back, uh, I couldn't stay upright. I grasped, I grabbed onto a chair and finally went made my way down to the floor. And long story short, uh, I when I communicated with Wally that Wednesday morning, which was 13 weeks ago this past Wednesday, wow. uh, I was slurring my words. And uh, we were both very concerned. And by that time, I said, I'm not sure, but I think I may have had a stroke. And uh, that's when they took me to the hospital was that morning. And that's, in fact, what they confirmed, that I had had a stroke. I could not speak uh, very clearly. If you go back and listen to the interview we had shortly after that, you could hear me slurring the words. Uh, I had little to no feeling on my left side. I could not stand up on my own, couldn't walk, certainly couldn't walk. Mm. And uh, they said that it would be at least three months before I would be able to uh, to even sense any recovery, and I may be in the hospital for a much longer time, it, up to three months, and uh, and the rest is God's doing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that we've certainly seen since then because uh, 16 days after I was admitted, I left the hospital, and uh, I went to my daughter's house and her son-in-law and spent uh, several days with them, six days, by the time I left their house, I was walking a mile a day, and I was talking, and the following Monday, I went back on the air here at WBFJ, and if it weren't for God, none of that would have happened. I am I was thoroughly convinced of that then, and certainly still thoroughly convinced of that now. And I know with us talking, uh, we wanted to definitely, uh, we are giving God the glory yeah. for all of this, and uh, we want, wanted to update people too, and we really sent out an appeal of course, it all happened right around Sherathon time, yeah. so we were giving out a lot of appeals. Yeah. But we first and foremost wanted people to pray 
yeah. and intercede with us for your health. And you could feel the prayers, couldn't you? There were so many of you who listened that mm. that that uh, prayed. I went on Facebook and I saw uh, when you when you guys posted some things, how many people were responding. And uh, Vern, I can honestly tell you that to this day, I still will occasionally run into someone and and they'll say they'll say you're Dennis aren't you you know I was praying for you when we go out on location or do something I was at CC's Pizza a couple of Sundays ago <laughs> and someone came up and they said we didn't expect to see you here and uh, because they were kidding me about being on the being back on the air and and folks know the story because they were involved in it mm. they were involved in God's story of healing me uh, if it weren't for their prayers and I know that those were coming from all over the place but uh, certainly from our family here at WBFJ, our family of listeners, mm. those prayers were coming, and uh, uh, it still, it still, uh, it still touches me because, uh, as you said earlier, I was the new guy, and a lot of folks didn't really know me that well yet. I'd been here for a while doing traffic and weather, but I hadn't been here like you and Wally and Kurt <laughs> and John and some other folks, Tammy, that had yeah. been here for years, and I felt like I really started to get to know a lot of the listeners. Uh, because I had the stroke. <laughs> so <laughs> The Lord works yes. in mysterious ways. Indeed he it? does. Indeed he does. And um, there's uh, something that I wanted to share. Uh, these cards that Phil, our, uh, the man upstairs, shared with me <laughs> after being at the hospital for a couple of days. And one of those cards said, it's God's will for you to be healed and walk in divine health. And then we refer to Isaiah 53, 5. And the story that I still share with people today is that... Uh, you know, at first I thought that God had allowed the stroke to happen, that maybe even he'd been somewhat responsible for it. And we saw, uh, when you look in retrospect, some of the symptoms were there. My blood pressure had gone up. That feeling of being tired and feeling sick on my stomach, I've since learned can be symptoms of a stroke. The feelings that I had around my head, which was kind of a headachey, a burning headache feeling that night, can be a symptom of a stroke. But I didn't know. Uh, and the last thing I expected to have, I knew that I had some issues with high blood pressure, uh, but we had been taking medication for that. But I didn't know until afterwards that some of the symptoms I was experiencing were symptoms of having a stroke. And um, and what what Phil and Ron revealed to me in those days afterwards was that uh, Christ not only died on the cross for our salvation, but he died for our healing. And I agreed with them the second day I was in the hospital, and they prayed over me that God was not only going to heal me, that he had already begun the process. Mm. And Vern, I had never, in my 59 years on this planet, I'd never been in that place before where I saw uh, Christ dying on the cross as being a part of the healing of a serious illness that I had contracted and was in the hospital for. And I'm telling you, by the next morning, I started to notice some difference and that verse, Isaiah 53, 5, talks about him, him being wounded or pierced for our transgressions, depending on which uh, version mm-hmm. that you read. He was bruised, bruised for our iniquities. Um, and going forward, the, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And I saw that. I began to take communion uh, every morning while I was at the hospital, praying to God and believing that he was healing me. And three months later, I can tell you that, uh, I mean, no one expected me, including you guys. I don't know that anyone expected I could get get back on the radio so soon because I could not talk in a way that was mm. that you would have 
really understood what I was saying. I was that you remember how I was talking and um, to be able to walk. I had a cane that I used for one day. Mm. And uh, after that, my daughter said, are you going to use that? And I said, I don't think so. And I started walking up and down their street and walking about a mile a day. Um, that wouldn't happen without God being involved. It just wouldn't have. I think the enemy came after me at a time when uh, things had really started to progress in my life and things were going along well. And uh, I had been asked about the possibility of doing an, another day part on this station, the two to four in the afternoon, because John wanted to cut back some. And uh, the enemy wanted to take me out. Mm. He took an opportunity to do that. But God had other plans. And you and I were just talking before we started doing this about uh, about how God has used this stroke and now I have the opportunity to go out to speak to people including at the rescue mission at my church at other places and on the air about what God has done and um, and he has used that for he used my stroke to to not only to heal me and show me that he was still in the business of doing miracles but also to be able to share that with everyone else Wow. We're talking with a uh, staff member here at WBFJ, Dennis Breeden, a good friend of the family station. Even before you came, now you're uh, on staff with us, and we're uh, just uh, overprivileged to have you with us here and uh, doing your thing during the afternoons with Tammy on the ride home. And um, with all that, uh, of course, having a stroke back in April, getting an update from Dennis, uh, what has happened, where you are now. Uh, you're listening to Sunday at five on your family station, WBFJ, kind of catching up with Dennis. And, and we've been meaning to do that. And as an update to the update, of course, we had a pipe burst here in the radio <laughs> station. Water went everywhere. So we're in disarray. Uh, if you hear ambient noise from time to time, you may hear somebody come in and out of the door because yeah. we have no ceiling tiles and no insulation anywhere because we're trying still drying out, but yeah. things are going to be better than ever. And they it's are. interesting how almost you could use that as, as an analogy to what you've been going through. Uh, you're going to be even better than you were because of the experience. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard some of you guys talking about, uh, you know, the ceiling tiles and the carpet mm. and uh, the... Uh, the acoustics and different things and god is certainly going to take this flood that we had the great flood of 2018 at wbfj and use it for good and um and he's done that with me as well i think uh i think he put me in a place where you know i had been here for a while almost a year and a half but uh there were still some things in my mind as to what maybe god may use me for i had been active in a men's ministry uh for quite some time and uh, the stroke is what kind of opened the doors for that because now i can go back to as i mentioned before uh just last week i spoke to a group of men at the winston-salem rescue mission and i was able to share with them what that you know that's a new chapter in my story now the stroke and what god did with that um, i remember a couple listeners calling me on different occasions asking about the songs that we play about miracles and we have the elisa turner song and the song by Hawk Nelson, because they wanted to share those songs with some folks they knew that were going through some tough times right now, and they wanted to share what the Lord had done for me. See, Vern, those were all things that would have never happened had I not had the stroke. Uh, but having that, now he's now he's put me in a more active role in this in this ministry that I have outside of the station with men and with the rescue mission. And with Salem Baptist Church, where uh, I attend church in Winston-Salem, 
because the the mission ministry has kind of been born out of that. Mm-hmm. He's allowed me more opportunities on the air, and it gives me an opportunity to, uh, from time to time, remind people of what God has done for me. And I think anyone that knows what the story is and they hear me on the air, I still get the calls sometimes that say, I still can't believe that you're talking on the air. And uh, to me, because I'm the perfectionist I am, and I struggle with that sometimes, as you well know, I still hear little things in my voice at times. But um, I can remember the speech uh, therapist when I got ready to leave the hospital and they did the testing for me. I did some things like, oh, do on the air. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Mr. Breeden, if I didn't know you'd had a stroke, I I would never be able to tell. Um, And I give God all that glory. There were two things that Phil asked me about that day that were very important. He said, the one I've spoken about already, would you, uh, do you believe that God is not, will not only heal you, but has begun that process? And second, when he does that, will you be willing to share that with anyone that will listen? Now, tomorrow, I will speak at the rescue mission again for a group of men and some folks from a church in Kernersville where I used to attend, and I've been asking to give my testimony there. So those are some of the things that God has done. Uh, he's, he's done it for my family. You know, a year ago at this time, we were uh, experiencing the loss of my sister, my young sister, who has gone home to be with the Lord. It was a year ago tomorrow. And, uh, and my parents have had a tough time with that. You know, we know where she is, but it's also a child of theirs that they lost and you never, you know, you just don't think that we're supposed to do that. Parents aren't supposed to lose their children. Uh, but but we have seen this. The, peop- the folks that they go to church with and my family, they have seen what God did for me. And uh, it's kind of re- reinvigorated and, and grown our faith and our, and our hope and our testimonies for the Lord Jesus that he still can heal us even today because he did it for me. And the way I look at that very humbly is that if he can do, I told these guys the other day, I said, if he can do this for someone like me, he can do it for you. Because I would have been, I would have considered myself one of the least likely people. It's like, there, you know my story. There are a lot of things in my life that I wasn't very proud of that I had done in my life. And for God to heal me showed me that, you know, I love you, Dennis. You're my son, and I have more plans for you. Just like Jeremiah 29 says, I have plans for you. And uh, the other thing that you asked about in terms of the station, I think one of the running jokes I had when all this happened at the station is, well, you know, I was just healed from a stroke, so this is minor stuff to me. <laughs> Water on the floor and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. and it ha- as we have seen, it's been, a, it's been a major operation for us, but – Man, when you've had a stroke and you're carried to the hospital and you don't know if you're going to talk again or if you're going to walk again, um, having some wet stuff and having to replace things can seem minor in, in comparison. And and that's it's kind of changed my perspective on some things in life. For and sure. that's a good way to put it. Uh, because we do get caught up in the here and now. We get caught up in the temporal, in buildings mm-hmm. and carpet and machinery and things we need it. They're tools, but relationships and health, you can't get that back when it's broken No, a lot of times. But sometimes God is in the business of still doing miracles. Well, we had already seen it in Mm -hmm. my family. Uh, My daughter Taylor and husband David, they had been told by at least one doctor that it would be difficult and there was a chance that they wouldn't be able to have children. 
And on February 6th, my grandson Easton was born in Greensboro. Uh, so we had seen that. We had seen that God God could step in and take care of things. And um, so we believed that he was going to heal me, that I would walk out of that hospital. And uh, confirmation, and I, again, I tell people every day now, just confirmation, because a lot of times, even as Christians, we can get in that place where we go, okay, it's all over Scripture, and we know that when Jesus came, he did these miracles, but this doesn't need to be done again today. He needed to show them something. And I think we get in a place where sometimes we question or maybe we wonder subconsciously, you know, does God still really do this anymore? I'm here to tell you, listener, that he does. <laughs> and I'm living proof of it that he does. He is still in the business of doing miracles. Because uh, to be uh, where I am today, to be to be where I was back then, and to put me back on the air before the month of June began, that was a miracle. That was flat out a miracle. Yeah, and uh, I know behind the scenes, I know our management and uh, uh, and those that are in authority uh, were really, really pulling for you and praying for you. And I know that they don't ever give up on us. Uh, once you kind of join in with WBFJ, whether you're a volunteer or staff member or whatever, uh, we're like family. And really I know is. you had full support, and I know that had to make you feel good too, uh, to not have to worry about, okay, I got to stress over not being well health-wise, and now what's going to happen with my job? Because they were willing to wait. Yeah, and you know, you know? Uh, Vern, you know, again, from, from my history, I yeah. worked at several radio yeah. and television <laughs> stations here in the triad over the years. Some of those places I left of my own accord. Other places, uh, they asked me to leave. <laughs> but uh, It happens. <laughs> when I came here, I had never, and I remember thinking about that when I was in the hospital. When they first told me, that they thought it may well the first thing i heard that morning was nine to 12 months and i thought oh my word mm-hmm. nine to 12 months and and then they said then when the neurologist came in and they did some tests he said well three months and you may be oh you may be okay and of course i uh the lord surprised them all and and me as well but uh, i remember talking to wally one day on the phone and wally is is most of you may know he's not only part of the morning team with you but he also is the general manager of the station and uh i remember wally telling me uh don't worry about a thing your job is here waiting for you when you get back uh, that's the first time in my many years of employment i'd ever heard that from anyone your job is here when you get back um so i could i could concentrate on the rehabilitation that i had to do i could concentrate on uh, the lord and praying and and just working as hard as I could to get better, knowing that as soon as I was clear to come back, I would be back on the radio. And uh, that was a joyous day. I think we called it Miracle Monday, that day when I came back on the air. I was I was more nervous about that day than any day that I'd ever gotten behind a microphone. But why is that? I was nervous because I'd, I'd been gone for a while. I knew that my voice had changed. Uh, certainly, I'd gone through this period where when the words came out, I was slurring words. And uh, I was just concerned that I could be like I do my job to the best of my ability. And uh, everyone made me feel at home. I remember when they took the picture and posted it on the Facebook page, which I think is on our website now for the two to four spot. That was that day when I was standing there. And I can remember uh, a dear friend, Jenny Ireland, who uh, her her husband, Bill, was a senior pastor over at Armour Baptist when I was there years ago. 
And she made a comment on the Facebook page under that picture. She said, Dennis, you look so at peace. And I thought, you know, I felt really stressed out when I came over here that day. But by the time we got ready to go, uh, I did feel at peace because I knew that God had brought me this far and brought me back so quickly that uh, this was going to be this was going to be a piece of cake <laughs> to go to turn the microphone back on. And uh, and the listeners immediately made me feel at home. I remember getting calls and uh, it touched my heart. If you're listening today and you were one of those people that prayed or even called me, it touched my heart for people to call and say, we're so glad you're back. Welcome back. Even my, even Tammy, you know, she, she talked to me that afternoon and uh, she said, we're so happy that you're back and back so soon. Uh, I'd never felt more welcome anywhere in all my life in terms of my work life mm. than, than I did that day. Well, we're talking with Dennis Breeden, a staff member here at WBFJ on air during the afternoons. Yeah. Uh, it keeps you uh, of course, up to date with traffic and weather, and of course, uh, you know what you need to know during the afternoons here at WBFJ, talking about his ordeal, uh, pretty much a scare with the stroke that happened back in April. Uh, miraculous things that we're giving God the glory here on Sunday at five on WBFJ. I'm Vern, uh, very much privileged to be able to talk uh, to a staff member because we just kind of banter back and forth uh, yeah. during the, each and every afternoon when you come in. But it's nice to be able to get people up to speed where you are. Uh, of course, uh, when you talk about stroke, time is of the essence. And I think that yeah. a lot of people need to know that. If you are not feeling well, you see, if something doesn't seem right, uh, you probably need to listen to that, right? Yeah, and I would tell you to not necessarily handle it the way that I did. Because that morning at one forty-six, and I can still remember what the time was on the clock that morning, mm-hmm. that morning at one forty-six, when I first sat up and noticed that something was wrong burn it was probably five to six hours later before i was on the phone with wally and he was calling 911 to get an ambulance over don't do that do not do that if you sense some of those symptoms if you uh if you even feel sick if you're in a place where maybe you've had some problems with blood pressure or something like that before because they told me there were two things that probably contributed to this. One was that my blood pressure spiked. The other was that my cholesterol was borderline high, uh, particularly the bad cholesterol. And the neurologist told me, because I asked him, there was a small blockage behind my right ear in one of my arteries, and that's what caused the stroke because it affected my left side. And um, they all told me that uh, when I told them the story of, of coming in, they said, please, please, don't ever wait that long, and that could have made a that could have made a tremendous difference in the other direction. Had the stroke been worse than it was, I may not have lived through that night. And I can tell you, at four or five o'clock in the morning, I was sitting on my bedroom floor, not able to get up. And there was a, and this was one of the symptoms they told me later on that it can contract your throat. There was a moment, and Kurt Myers asked me this in the hospital the last night I was there. He said, "Was there ever a moment where you thought that it may be your time?" that you were going home to be with the Lord. And I said, for a few minutes early in the wee hours of that morning when I was sitting on the floor and I was having trouble breathing, I thought that maybe this, maybe this was the time. And uh, that, was three hours, that was three hours after I first noticed that something wasn't right. So I would tell you, first and foremost, uh, don't wait that long. You know, if you, if you feel some symptoms, 
get on the phone, do whatever. If you have a husband or wife there with you, get them to call 911 emergency and take care of it right then. The other thing is if you're on any sort of medications for blood pressure or cholesterol, make sure that you're that you take those medications as prescribed. Do not stop taking those because there was a there was a period of a couple of days where I'd run out and I hadn't taken my blood pressure meds. And as you know, John had this little thing. I was checking my blood pressure at the station regularly, but it had obviously spiked uh, either during that day or overnight that night. And uh, that contributed to my having a stroke. So there was a part of that 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 I have to look on and say, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself and that you're doing what you need to be doing. Don't try to play doctor. You have a doctor and the doctor's prescribing something to you. You make sure that you take that because it could affect you in a major way. It could have if it had been worse than it was, I may not be here talking to you. If I had gone any longer than when I did, I may not be here talking to you. Now, on our website, WBFJ.FM, you can look for the news blog. You can also look for Sunday at 5. There's a blog site there for that on our website, WBFJ.FM. I know from the National Stroke Association, among other um, you know, professional people, uh, FAST, F-A-S-T is a good acronym, and you could probably uh, uh, kind of comment on this as well. It stands for uh, facial drooping or mm-hmm. that kind of thing, uh, arm weakness, speech difficulties, and the T is actually call 911. It's time to call somebody yeah. uh, to get some help. So uh, we're going to put more information about warning signs, uh, not to get people alarmed, but this is really to educate people that if something's not quite right, then maybe it's not quite right. Yeah, and I would add to that, too, and this is something that, you know, that I am still talking about and working on, and uh, you can't say this enough as proper diet and exercise because those things can be contributing factors. If you're uh, obviously, excuse me, obviously with the cholesterol issue, uh, I hadn't been watching what I was eating as much as I should have in the last few months before that happened probably. Uh, I wasn't exercising as much as I should have. And those things can be factors. You know, if you're, if you're, it's just like everything else. You, you, you increase your chances of something happening. If you're not taking, you know, God's given us this wonderfully, wonderfully created body. And we have to, we have to take care of it. We can't just feed it, whatever we feel like eating. We can't just be sedate and not, uh, exercise our bodies. Even if it's just taking a walk. Just make sure that you're doing something, you're, you're doing things, getting proper rest, doing those things that now to me are more important than ever, because I realized even in my rehabilitation that making some of those changes that I started to feel better. So uh, I'm not there every day. You know, there are times where I want something sweet or I get lazy. I notice the difference. I notice now that those are things that I have to pay attention to. Now, as we're wrapping up, if people want to get in touch with you, maybe have you come out and share your story or your, some of your testimony, uh, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? And I know you got a lot of thoughts you're putting down on laptop in the virtual world. Are you doing a blog about your experience? I'm not yet, but uh, the Lord has put something on my heart that I think uh, that I'm going to be working on in the very near future that will be a blog and maybe even something that we can uh, have on the station. We'll see how that goes. Now you can always uh, log on to our website or you can, you can uh, 
You can email me at Dennis at WBFJ.org. I would love to hear from you uh, and love to talk to you about this. And if your church or group would like to have me come out and share my testimony, uh, I am certainly open to doing that. That's part of what I what I told the Lord that I would be willing to do is share what he has done in my life. And uh, I, w- I would love to share that uh, with any with any group or organization that would have me. Dennis Breeden getting an update about his health condition from having a stroke. Wow, back in April. We're glad to have you back on the air. Uh, just all praise given to the Lord uh, with healing and direction and really uh, what he's done in your life. Yes. Uh, you're a walking testimony of his glory, as all of us are. Uh, that have surrendered to Jesus and uh, really just trust in him to do what we love to do here at WBFJ. Again, if you'd like to find out more information about contacting Dennis to have him come in and speak or share his testimony, again, we've got all the information as well as uh, information about stroke, awareness, symptoms, all this stuff, WBFJ.FM. Look for the link to Sunday at 5. Thank you so much. I would just say thanks for having me. And to God be the glory, great things he has done and continues to do. Amen.